Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. You're listening to Eye on the Community. I'm Vicki Pepper. According to the latest research, rates of suicide and trauma are the highest among those labeled male, yet those are the people least likely to access mental health care. New Jersey-based psychotherapist and author Chris Warren Dickens has written Beyond the Blue to try and address the significant healthcare crisis, offering simple, accessible strategies to manage depression, anxiety, relationship conflict, and trauma. It's based on the latest research in neuroscience, strategies from the most effective approaches to psychotherapy, and Chris Warren Dickens' own experience as a psychotherapist. Thank you for joining me. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, it's great to be here. Chris, start by telling us about Beyond the Blue, this book in particular. Why did you focus on the male label? Sure. Beyond the Blue is a play on words, Beyond the Blue of the male label, and Beyond the Blue of depression. Um, I mean, there's a societal myth that men don't suffer from depression, that it's generally considered a female mental health condition. But that's patently untrue. Um, We've got staggering statistics that show that men are three times more likely to die by suicide. So that's always been the case. But I feel like the pandemic made things worse in a way. So a combination of those statistics, but also a lack of access to mental health care. So as I'm a psychotherapist, worries me if people are not getting the help they need in my psychotherapy office, then I need to somehow reach out and provide them with the help in the form of a book. So that's why I wrote Beyond the Blue, giving some survival tools and strategies for common mental health challenges. I mean, I will say also that I did have a little bit of pushback with why am I focusing on the male label? You know, why, why focus on men when the male label was associated traditionally with presumed power and privilege? My answer to that was, well, from a personal point of view, I had two daughters, so I want them to be safe society. And undiagnosed mental health issues can be a problem for everybody. But also, I mean, it is a presumed power and privilege associated with the male label. The reality of that power and privilege isn't necessarily so. It depends how much the male label intersects with other parts of a person's identity, such as race, race and ethnicity, sexuality, or other parts of their being. So, um, yeah, I, I wanted to kind of really offer people who were least likely to get the help that they needed. The big argument in Beyond the Blue is that the male label acts as an obstacle to accessible mental health care. We see anger or irritation in men often. 
issues, things like underdiagnosed depression, trauma, anxiety, and the pandemic has made things worse in that respect. Do you want me to explain what's in with Beyond the Blue? Please do. Yeah, okay. Beyond the Blue sets out some survival tools, the long journey that's your life, tools to survive depression, anxiety, relationship conflict, and trauma. But it's not just about survival. I wanted to help people thrive. So I tried to make clear that it's often not possible to avoid these mental health challenges. But there are simple strategies that we can do to make our life better. So I called these strategies um, the survival tools, which is basically people's headgear or their thought processes. Um, often we get into trouble when we get stuck on certain ways of thinking. I talked about the action pack, which is people's behavior that makes things better or worse in terms of mental health issues. And then I finally wanted to explain a lot about someone's emotions. I called that the flashlight of emotion using the kind of survival tools analogy. I wanted to give a lot of attention to that because what I found that in my office, a lot of people who have been given the male labels don't really know even the basics about emotions and emotion regulation. I feel like that's an area that's been neglected by schools, particularly in the past, for people my generation. So I wanted to set out the importance of emotions, sort of how emotions communicate our underlying needs, and how we can regulate emotions. Often, a lot of people I work with, their only means of emotion regulation is overworking, overeating, drinking excessively, or explosive anger. Why do you think there are such high rates of suicide amongst those who are labeled male and such comparatively low numbers of male clients who will willingly seek mental health care? Yeah, I mean, this is a, a really key part of my book. I mean, I, talk, I use the analogy of a black swan, and I call them the black swans of the depressed male label. So what I mean by that is if you only expect to see a white swan, then you never see the black ones. So when people tend to think of depression as withdrawal or sadness or tears, then they don't really see depression in people. So particularly men, they may manifest depression in anger or irritation or overworking or overeating or excessive exercise even. All of these might be signs that someone's struggling with depression. So what I argue in the book is there's a large, dark underbelly of underreported cases of depression. And the majority of that unreported underbelly are men. There are studies that show that when research participants are shown a videotape of a baby that's crying and they're told that the baby is male, they automatically assume that that crying is a sign of anger, whereas when they shown a recording of the same baby, but they've given the female label, then they interpret that behavior as distress. So often we, we react to distress in a different way than we react to perceived anger. We kind of go towards someone when we think that they're acting in distress, whereas we move away from people who we think are angry. So the result is if healthcare professionals or teachers or anyone else who's working with men only see the anger or they perceive behavior as just anger, then they're less likely to go towards these people and help them or even see underlying depression. 
hence the term the black swan of the depressed male label. And there's even higher rates of diagnosis of externalizing disorders amongst men. These are things like oppositional defiant disorder or conduct disorder. And some interpret that research as because they've not really thought about underlying issues like depression or trauma because they assume that doesn't exist in the male labeled. There's also the issue of there's a lot of societal myths and societal constraints associated with men and depression. As a society, we expect men to focus outwards on external gain and power, but not necessarily inwards on emotions. So even men themselves might not be aware that what they're feeling is depression or undiagnosed trauma. They're expected to remain silent and strong and not to admit vulnerabilities. And of course, depression is the king of vulnerabilities. And in this patriarchal society, this conditioning influences the way we view emotions as a society as a whole. We tend to encourage people to focus outwards on achievement of power, no matter whether it's male or female. And we see things like depression and trauma as rather inconvenient truths. I'm speaking with psychotherapist Chris Warren Dickens about his book, Beyond the Blue. Is this book just for men? I'm going to give a therapist answer of yes and no. <laughs> Never a clear answer. <laughs> yes, I, I started out the journey with writing the book to address people who are given the male label at first. Um, men, if you like, short term. But I mean, my discussions about labeling even are useful for everybody to challenge our assumptions we make um, when we label people. I mean, I talk about the male label, but I also talk about how unhelpful sometimes diagnostic labels which kind of can constrain our understanding. Of. And the survival tools I've set out can be used by anybody, actually. Survival tools survive depression, anxiety, and trauma. And finally, like, even if um, you are not male labeled, you probably live with someone who is or work with someone who is or educate them. So it's useful to understand what they might be struggling with and the societal constraints that they've been raised in, that they are not encouraged to look inwards at their emotions and not encouraged to seek help and show, admit defeat or show signs of vulnerability. Beyond the Blue has been out since last October. How has it been received? I've been really um, impressed by the feedback. Yeah, um, many fellow therapists have been writing touching reviews. I've received editorial views from, for example, the chief executive of Vantage Health System, David Griffiths, here in New Jersey, and even the um, former governor of New Jersey, Governor McGreevy, who endorsed the book. So I'm, I'm really proud. It came out last October. No coincidence that it came out in that month. I wanted it. I chose October because that was the month that my uncle passed away from suicide many years ago when I was a child. And this sort of started me on the journey of wanting to understand why certain people don't reach out for help when they should, when they're struggling with depression or trauma, particularly people who may be limited by the labels that they've been given. And then you have another book coming out later this year. Tell us about that. Yes, it's another mental health-related non-fiction book. I can't yet reveal the title, but I can reveal that it deals with the extent that the um, post-pandemic world has been having an impact on our mental health, particularly how uncertainty, that's a big theme, um, uncertainty provokes anxiety in all of us. I mean, there's been a lot of uncertainty created by the pandemic. And I look at how that 
possibly constrain us even further. You know, we, maybe the um, health restrictions have lifted so we can go back out into society, but how much are we still constrained by our mental prisons, you know, the traps that we set ourselves? And how much do we handle our anxiety about uncertainty by creating false certainty? It sort of builds on beyond the blue when I talked about the false certainty of labels. But this time I'm looking at how we create polarized views. We tend to want to know a black and white solution. It's either this or that. And that can polarize society. So um, that's the book for adults. But I've also um, ventured into a bit of writing for children. I've got coming out later on this year books for ages four to eight um, that tackle mental health issues that us parents might find hard to discuss with our children. I have road tested it with my own daughters and they've assured me that these would be useful tools for any child to Mm. get beyond their mental health challenges. So um, that's reassuring. It's notable. I feel like when we use the word trauma, we are often thinking about a single acute incident. But then in terms of something like the pandemic, that was an ongoing trauma. Does that affect people's mental health in different ways? Yeah, I mean, the cumulative effect of adverse situations can be as bad as a road traffic accident, as, as bad as a shock of a going into battle. And we can see parallels between the cumulative effect of adverse experiences from the pandemic and adverse childhood experiences. Plenty of research out there showing that trauma is not just that one-time short, sharp shock. From a stranger that you never see again, it can be little things that build up over time, particularly harmful if it's from your caregivers who you're relying on for safety and shelter. So yes, trauma has really been exacerbated by the pandemic. And I do address that in my new book. I've been speaking with psychotherapist Chris Warren Dickens about his book, Beyond the Blue. How would you like us to get Beyond the Blue? Yes, it's available in um, all formats, paperback, hardback or ebook from national retailers, including Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Apple Books, Google Books and Walmart. I've also got a website out there that links you to how to buy the book. It's my name. It's chriswarrendickens.com. But I would point out that the Dickens is INS, not the author Charles Dickens ENS. So um, if you have a look at that website and find out how to get the book, you can sign up for alerts about further books I'm releasing. And there's also some articles I've written over the years on basic mental health strategies to keep you safe. And is there anything else you want us to know? I, I'd like to thank you for asking me to come along today. This has been really enjoyable. Well, thank you so much for doing this. We appreciate your speaking to us so much. Thank you. Thank you. And yeah, I'll speak to you soon. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. For a 
Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.